I believe there's a hero in all of us. Gives us strength, makes us noble. Even though sometimes we have to give up the thing we want the most. Barker! Where you been? Looking for you all morning. You're late. Always late. You're fired. Look at your people. Your grades have been declining. You always appear exhausted. I know I'm trying. Where you been, pal? You don't return my call. I've been kind of busy. Taking pictures of your friend. Spider-Man killed my father. No matter what I do. Do you love me or not? No matter how hard I try. I want Spider-Man dead. It's the ones I love who will always be the ones who pay. I can't keep thinking about you. I'm getting married. I want a life of my own. I'm Spider-Man. No more. You look different. I let things get in the way before. There was something I thought I had to do. I don't have to. I like seeing you tonight, Peter. Now on to the main event. Octavius is going to put Oscorp on the map in a way my father never even dreamed of. Crazy scientist turns himself into some kind of a monster. More mechanical arms welded right onto his body. Who takes Spider-Man's pictures? Where is he? You're sick of me off your loyalty to Spider-Man, not your best friend. Bring ah. Spider-Man to me. How do I find him? Find Spider-Man. I'll peel the flesh off our bones. everyone welcome back into the spider cast i am your ever-present host ruby joining me this week is the lovely kelton from uh at various podcasts actually gigo is you know my first love in podcasting but Mine also too. uh <laughs> also from uh, psychic golfing garage and uh well that was the that's the only one right because the other one Listen, it's we don't formally. talk about our failures, okay? True, true. It's like okay. bringing no, up who you fucked in high school. Nobody so. said it was a failure, okay? This show gets like <laughs> max of five listeners. It's it's okay. No no hey, one's hey, a failure I'm until investing they early, up. okay? People are going to come back. They're going to listen to this episode, and they're going to be like, who is that nobody that Ruby <laughs> had on for Spider-Man 2? That's, oh, what, I, that's what I'm getting in on. I like the implication that I'm gonna I'm gonna be someone before you are. Thank you so much. I love the hey, vote of confidence. It's a what? What is it? A, a rising crab drags every bucket down. It, that's the, the correct <laughs> something analogy. like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. That seems like a suitably modern interpretation of the analogy. Yeah. You know, because crabs. that's capitalism. You see the bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think this uh, through. You see. Mm. I read. (laughs) But yes, as mentioned, we are here to discuss the holy grail of Spider-Man cinema. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. Now, uh, to preface, this is, you know, this is a show for Spider-Man fans because, you know, who else do I appeal to? So it's very important to know from the top because everyone will needs to know whether or not to take your opinion seriously or to throw it out mm. do you like spider-man 2 oh oh i mean i i enjoy spider-man 2 an awful lot i think it's only gotten better with age 
I think I probably weirdly like it more now as an adult than I did when it originally came out back in 04. Like I, oh, I, was, I was a, I was a baby in 04. I don't think I even saw it in theaters. I think I saw. Oh, well, good for you for not having like a <laughs> terrible childhood where the movie theater watching Spider-Man 2 was the only spot you could go where your parents wouldn't fight with each other for two and a half hours. Congratulations oh, on that. Oh, boy. Oh, I mean, you know, that came later. But <laughs> <laughs> a second. OK, a, a follow up question. Do you think Spider-Man 2 is the best in the trilogy of the Raimi movies. Ooh, ooh. Uh, no, it's definitely Spider-Man 3, for sure. 100%. Really? No, absolutely not. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I thought so. That'd be, that'd be a ballsy statement to lead with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Sandman fan, so it just, you know, boom, really <laughs> it did it It spoke to me. me. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed Spider-Man 2. Uh, my biggest gripe with it is legitimately that they used Otto Octavius uh, as like a, they they stole all of Kurt Connors' personality and relationship with Peter. And they yeah. kind of just slapped Doc Ock into that. Um, and, you know, it makes for a wonderful film. So this is definitely us kind of picking nits here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just think that when you're talking about a sequel or uh, a movie that is in a trilogy, uh, the, the second movie is where you you completely succeed or you completely fail. And mm-hmm. Sam Raimi found a way to just elevate something that I thought, again, um, back when the first one came out, I was like, it can't get any better than this. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and so to realize that he not only did that, but then he did it in a way to where it, it's timeless. Uh, it, it blows my mind. Absolutely. No, I agree. I I see what you mean about Kurt. I think it's interesting um, that they did that because Kurt was established. If I remember correctly, Kurt was in the first movie, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, well, he got name dropped at least. Oh, okay. Okay. In, in the first one. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he was definitely going to be either the main villain or the secondary villain in the original plan for the third, because I think it was mm-hmm. going to be Sandman and uh, uh, the lizard. But... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that was the case for the third. And the fourth was going to have the, um, who was it? The Usher from this movie, I believe, is yes, Quentin Beck. Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, he was going to be Quentin Beck, which would have been super interesting. I, I mean, honestly. we can say his name, right? Bruce Campbell from, yeah. from yeah, yeah, Evil yeah, yeah. Dead, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's fantastic I'm not, i am look i am a child i am a zoomer i did not know that that was bruce campbell <laughs> i have Ow. not seen evil dead whoa okay so, well you know i know i know the um visual style and i could recognize the evil dead in this movie in the oh, evil we- dead scene that they put in this movie yeah but... you mean where the nurse is clawing at the ground <laughs> yeah the dude pulls up the chainsaw in a triumphant like fist to try to saw off the arms it's great it's so good let me not get ahead of myself i'm gonna run yeah, we're no gonna spoilers run through this. for spider-man too of course on, on of the course Spider-Man for podcast. all the for all the new Spider-Man fans just dipping their toes who want an idea about Spider-Man cinema before they watch it themselves. You know, the one guy, the one guy out there, new type of guy we found. He, this show is just for him. 
<laughs> uh, we're going to run through <laughs> the movie beginning to end, just kind of cover our basis, right? Hell yeah. Uh, I think, for one, I think the opening is done very well. I like it better without the narration. Tobey Maguire's narration is not the best, I think. I don't know. So, like, okay, that might be a bit unfair because the movies in general are super corny and super hammy on purpose. It feels like too much. His voice annoys me. <laughs> and to have him open I, I mean, the Tobey Maguire is like... just bad, I think. Like, it, you think it's so? so weird. Yeah, I mean... He's a he's a garbage human being just in general. You oh, know, really? we, we don't need oh, to no. Wait, get into why? that. Tell but, me. Um, I don't know about that. Well, uh, speaking of uh, discovering a new kind of guy, um, <laughs> he, he just I, I'm going to encourage everyone to look it up uh, on their own because then they can make uh, mm -hmm. their own judgments. Of course. But nicely put, he was the asshole slight uh, asshole slash um, let's put uh, a nice word on it uh, aggressive with women guy of mm. the leonardo dicaprio pussy posse that ran rampant in the 90s oh my so, god uh yeah there there are several movies um i'm trying to remember uh which one it was directed by aaron sorkin so strike one against it but mm -hmm. um uh it there's a character about where they're all learning how to play poker and uh michael sarah's character in this movie isn't is just a real asshole a real prick and tries to do a lot of weird stuff but that is all basically directly pulled from this woman's memoir uh, about what she did as a, a poker service for mm -hmm. celebrities and specifically uh, michael sarah's character was based on toby mcguire um mm. so it, it's very interesting Jeez. i mean that and also like i i judge this movie a little bit from the lens of what if we did in fact get jake gyllenhaal as uh peter parker right because he was supposed to be honestly he was supposed I think... to be he he was uh uh toby mcguire was faking a back injury so that yeah. would get paid more money i think like i feel okay so like in that hypothetical i feel like that might affect the at least in terms of like the portrayal of Peter Parker, not from like an acting capability perspective, but from like, you know, from the perspective of like a fan of the character, I think it would have a lot of the same issue that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man does that he looks, he's too hot. He's too cool looking. I, I he push back against that. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal has aged like a fine wine, but we're talking like Donnie Darko era, Jake Gyllenhaal. Was he like uglier, like way uglier? I mean, he looks no. more like a high schooler. And a little yeah. like freak show college kid. So yeah, but I mean he wasn't ugly. <laughs> I don't okay. We, well, you know, we, well, we now know Ruby's <laughs> type, everyone. No, so. <laughs> no, no. Noted fringe no. attractive person, Jake no. Gyllenhaal. It's the <laughs> no, past I think, for Ruby. I think anyone who follows me knows my type, but mm, that's not look, I'm new to this whole liking men thing. Okay. I'm new to this. <laughs> so I'm still figuring it out, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Irrelevant. At least, you know what? I'll take this information about Toby and run with it because that just gives me, that just helps me solidify my perspective that Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Boom. Anyways, let's not. Yes, Tony uh, Stark not... Jr. Indeed. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> shut up. Don't, no, shut up. Don't get me started. This is not his movie. I will talk about him when the time comes. So. <laughs> uh, uh, point of contention. Uh, no, none of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies is it a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Uh, but you know, uh, neither here nor there, right? Shut up. 
<laughs> I like him. Okay. The, to my original point, before I got sidetracked with this horrible news. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the worst Spider-Man is the worst person. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> the intro, the opening of this movie, I think, is phenomenal. And I think, like, if I I I think back, especially with um, although it's not immediate, it's still, I think, what I'd consider the opening-ish, the beginning of the movie. Otto's introduction, I think. I like it a lot better than Norman's in the first movie. Absolutely. Um, and Otto as a character in general, I think is one of, it's just fantastic. The casting is perfect. Um, and I just, it, everything about how he's introduced, I think is really good. Um, I think noting, cause I like just watched it. So it's like super fresh in my mind. I think, although this is kind of like something throughout the movie, like, little because i'm looking for nitpicks because this movie's too good to not nitpick it right um yeah yeah and like there's a part some of the some of the pacing in the movie is kind of odd because like there's there's the part where he meets peter um and they just kind of suddenly have been together for an hour and a half um and you can see like like it just happens like they just move to a different room but then he's like you know would we have been would we have been talking for an hour and a half? And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? We get an hour they, and a they half. They cut out the about? gratuitous yeah. uh, hour and 15 minute sex scene. Yeah, you know, between, just... <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, no, honestly, I think if they had the time, they would have put in another gratuitous music montage. Like, oh, hell yeah. The rest of this movie. More which... dashboard confessional, please. Inject <laughs> that into my veins. Which has just the best thing so i'll get to it but one of the the best part of this whole movie happens during one of those little montages but yes Otto is introduced everyone falls in love with him um nobody knows he's a villain obviously and it's a super dramatic reveal uh when it happens but i think i don't um, know i I mean (laughs) he's like i i've come up with this thing about fusion and you're like oh that's cool using these robot arms i can yeah exactly exactly like like, using these totally normal and not sinister robot arms that attach to my spine and brain but it's fine i have an inhibitor chip it's like hold on you're throwing a lot of technology at us with a real hand wave here although (laughs) yeah right no that's something so like i'm thinking okay so his fusion reaction fails sad he's like lost everything dude those robot arms are like the like (laughs) like a, a fucking technological marvel like haha pun intended but like like if you look at um i'm i make a i've made a comparison to the game now in both of my prior episodes talking about spider-man movies i've talked about the spider-man insomnia game because it's perfect and the way otto's whole thing in that movie is the arms like he's trying to make prosthetics that's something i at least like again because a lot of this i'm approaching as a spider-man fan right not just as like a normal review of the movie and i think it's an odd choice like why why does he want to do fusion and also why is that remotely possible that's like an impossible fusion power is like uh like a sci-fi thing right it works so well ruby everything works out fine obviously it works out perfect but i'm saying fusion and and everything's (laughs) a-okay no it's it's not a story of icarus and literally getting too close to the sun (laughs) not at all Mm. Fair, but I mean, I'm saying like, in terms of because like this, it's also a similar weird thing that kind of throw. Because again, like I said, 
this movie's like perfect, so I need to nitpick it to be able to criticize mm-hmm. it. It's also it's the same kind of weird uh, issue with suspending your disbelief that happens in the third one, where I'm like, dude, okay, we just started. I can understand, you know, obviously superhero movie. I can excuse the spider. Um, weird science that suddenly makes this guy strong, but he also has a Power Ranger suit. Makes sense. Now you're telling me that a dude can have like sentient mechanical arms and fusion power? Slow down. And then in the third one, you're telling me there's aliens now? Slow down. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is going on? It's like it's very. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't really have time for it. Um. And again, a lot of this stuff is easy to forget when you're watching it because these movies are not taking themselves seriously. I think that's very good. If these movies had at all taken themselves seriously, they I don't think the way they were presented would have worked very well. Yeah, but it's a just, gritty you know, Doc Ock. Yeah, after right. His wife gets cut in half. <laughs> He's just using uh, she, the arms to animate her. So oh, she is no. like a decaying corpse, slowly, oh, like, no. you know, putting her hand across Rosie. his face. Oh, God. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. That's twisted. No. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, you, you can do a gritty Doc Ock. Spider Man by Insomniac did a gritty Doc Ock. But no, this is not about them. They'll get their praise when the time comes. So. <laughs> oh oh my god no now i'm thinking because I'm, I'm replaying the whole scene uh the when the fusion fails in my head i think why do people think james franco is a good actor no one uh, well i it, yeah speaking of another problematic guy yeah right in this yeah movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man He's not going to uh, come back for No Way Home. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, he might. He might in a cameo. Uh, no, yeah. they wouldn't put James Franco in that movie. I think I they mean, know better. I, you would hope, but yeah, you know, they're getting Tobey Maguire back. True. So, okay. True. Like, but he he, I, 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 he hasn't had listen, the, like as much of a public facing reckoning with it. Correct. I think. Correct. Uh, yeah. I mean, um. <laughs> and like Andrew Garfield's. Tell me. He's fine. I'm, yeah, I think he's fine. I think so. Okay. Andrew he's Garfield's British, fine. So, you know, they, <laughs> I'm sure he has like an ancestor or Duke mm-hmm. that ran like a Congo rubber mine <laughs> and is responsible for atrocities overseas. But, you know, I'm not going to yeah. look into it. Yeah, giving him a little pass. But it, I'm saying they couldn't have brought back Andrew without bringing back Toby like that wouldn't have stood. So I think, you know, as long as Toby's stuff isn't super aired out, they're going to, they're going to let it pass. But yeah. um, I mentioned it just be, I mentioned James Franco because he's, I, I think his little, he does a little like angry toddler jump in this scene, which is the funniest thing I've ever seen an actor do in my life. Cause Otto's shit is failing. And he's like, no, turn it off. And he's like, no, no, it'll be fine. Trust me, bro trust me it'll be fine and he's like yeah. oh it's my money it's my money and he starts jumping up and down and like throwing his arms up and down and stuff and it's god he's so bad at acting it's so good i don't you know what i think a kind of a lot of people in this movie are not doing a good job at acting. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean to be fair a lot of it falls into the it is a heightened reality and so they're true, not true. just trying to do like good acting performances in terms of being believable but they're trying to act in a way that then uh coincides with the world as it is presented to us yeah you sure know? very fair um, very fair so gotta th- give them a little a... bit of room to uh, yeah 
be let ridiculous. him perform so to speak. <laughs> yeah yeah um I, I, it is it is just so strange to me that there's this the the touching scene with uh doc ock and his wife that it's almost showing peter what his parents and him would have probably interacted like yeah. if they were still alive so there there is that element uh of kind of giving that paternal advice talking about not keeping those emotions all bottled up inside yeah. otherwise you get sick and then wouldn't you know it uh, it, it feels weird because I don't want to draw too many comparisons, but you know, Peter is dealing with bottling up his emotions like love uh, for the girl next door, which sounds like it might mean something, but then Doc Ock is bottling up the emotions of watching his wife just get annihilated by glass <laughs> right yeah. in front of him. You know, yeah. he's going through a little bit more than what Peter yeah, I think is so. doing. <laughs> I mean, Peter, in every incarnation, Peter carries daddy issues. Every every man with an, author- with an authoritative position over him shows him any sort of closeness. He's like, dad, oh my God, I need you. It's very funny. <laughs> he, he does that with Norman. He does that with Otto. There's no dad in the third one, really. But, no, you know. Captain Stacy, though. <laughs> yeah, in the amazing yeah and Andrew, I mean, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, he's like tracking down his super spy dad. Fucking... Oh God! I'll get to that when I get to it. Jesus! But please then, mention you know. the magical subway coins. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the mag- <laughs> No, no. If you want to talk about the magical subway coins, you can come back when I do Amazing Spider-Man Two. That's. Yes. I will go on for so long about that fucking shit, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, Tom has Tony, which is obvious. Um, that's his. Dad. Yeah, and then Mysterio, and then, and then Doctor Mysterio, Strange. and then. <laughs> No, I think okay. To be fair, I don't think they're gonna do the dad thing with Strange. He's gonna be. In you and don't out of that think movie. so, really? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, fine. Cool uncle vibes with Doctor Strange, which okay fair. coincides with dad vibes. Being like, I just need to know Stop if MJ is going to, to be... remember me. Stop oh no! Being mean to Tom's movies. He is they're twenty-five the years old. Spider-Man <laughs> movies. Yeah, and he looks like a frog is in his mouth when he closes his mouth. I know. <laughs> leave him alone okay <laughs> yeah let's focus back on a 30 year old playing a yeah, 19 year old still so good like, so like good. nature at intended least, at least you don't have to look at him next to flash thompson in this movie which does him a lot of favors like i <laughs> literally 40 thought that, year old joe manganello yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought that out loud i was watching the first movie uh like a week or two ago and i was watching this one and i'm like okay toby looks a lot younger now not hanging out with a bunch of 40 year olds so that's that's good for him at least kirsten dunst looks like a child in a bunch of these scenes when they're like hanging out behind aunt may's after he goes (laughs) after they have his birthday and he sees her and her hair is all flat and down and she's got that little dress on i'm like is this is this woman 15 what is this she's the face Uh of like a 30 year old but everything else looks like she's like 50 it's very weird it's, it's like called modeling orphan. Ruby that you described what many people overseas would describe as the perfect female body face <laughs> of a 30 year old alcoholic who oh. chain smokes body of a 15 year old. Oh. beautiful. <laughs> oh, let's leave the French out of this, please. Oh my God. <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson has several photos with New York senators. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Norman Osborn was in Epstein's black book. Oh, oh God, God, yes. He absolutely, absolutely would be. Absolutely would be. 
100% would be. And so would Tony Stark. So, you know, let's not even question it. <laughs> uh, um, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so gross. I can't stop thinking about that. Okay. If this no. report gets out, Tony, we're all doomed. <laughs> all right, Norman, just, I'll work with you. Jarvis. <laughs> He builds Ultron just to infect the internet and eliminate all traces of him and Epstein ever being together. <laughs> oh God! Like his 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 Iron Man army and Iron Man three are not actually fighting a villain. They're actually just tracking down every every remnant of every photo of every person who ever knew Tony Stark to be in the same room as Jeffrey Epstein. That's oh, right, man. Just purging it. <laughs> Like, wow, Tony Stark saved the city and has never been associated with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> hey, why'd you say that? No reason, you know. <laughs> it's because just it's the, the truth. It's true. That's why. Have you ever seen him and Jeffrey Epstein in the same room? Don't think so. Does, are, you trying to, <laughs> are you trying to say that Jeffrey Epstein is Iron Man? Listen. We could be. We could be. Listen. Uh, it, it's that, with uh, all Tom that technology he has... How else, like, how else would he get away with what he did for so long? Obviously. Now I'm just picturing Jeffrey Epstein with the rocket boosters on his feet, and that's how he <laughs> ran up into the ceiling and broke his own neck, and uh, <laughs> that's what occurred. Oh my god! No, they sent him so a guard. The cameras went out, but that was only because a guard snuck him in one of those like Iron Man suits that Tony wears, like on his wrist that he can like deploy instantly. But like they're uh, like, or like in Winter Soldier, he's got the wrist that deploys into just the glove, so he can use the repulsor. It's that, but for his ankles, he throws them on his ankles to get the jet boost, and he just right into the ceiling, and he's dead. Oops, <laughs> the camera was off though, and the guard was asleep. Convenient. Oh, anyways. <laughs> um. Oh man, no. Who? No, we already we already established. I was gonna say who from this universe would be an Epstein Black Book member. Norman Osborn, obviously. Otto's clean. I think oh, yeah. Otto, Otto is all about fucking his wife, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, he, he is. He's he's a, he's got true love pussy. That's what he has. He's and, uh, which is dangerous as we exactly, come to find out. Exactly. <laughs> it's twisted him. Even the <laughs> even the arms fall in love with her. <laughs> yeah. Stupid, stupid AI arms. But, uh, that look great, for by my the way. I, I should oh, mention yes. that. Like, yeah, that's something genuinely um, since it keeps coming up. I'm actually so I'm going to be so interested to directly compare Alfred Molina in No Way Home to this because the arms are CGI or like supposedly they release behind the scenes shots and there's like practical arms. But Alfred Molina said they're CG and Tom Holland said they're CG. They're puppets in these movies and it looks yeah. so good. I love seeing them wiggle around and be real. It's just, you don't get that anymore. You don't see that cinema. That's cinema. <laughs> Martin Scorsese, he likes Spider-Man too. Okay. He, he's a fan. <laughs> he, he's a huge fan of Joe's Pizza, especially. That's right. Denny Villeneuve, uh, the, the mastermind of our times, he is a fan of Spider-Man too. That I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I do enjoy all of us. Uh, you know, we're, we're riding high on Dune. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be real fun for us to have our expectations just get chopped at the knees as we find out then like who WB wants to cast 
as the various new characters in Dune Part 2. Because uh, if we think he has any full control over that, the answer is no. You don't think uh, so? so? Well, we need to just well, be you know bracing what? for that. Yeah, true. With WB's track record, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. The man, the man doesn't miss, and yet they still couldn't give him the confidence of giving him two movies before knowing how the first one did. Ugh, a shame. Go watch <laughs> Dune. Go watch Everyone. Dune 2021. Go fucking watch Dune, okay? Oh, also to clarify, just before I forget, I can fucking cut this out, whatever. When I said I watched it on HBO Max, Nobody judge me. I watched it on HBO Max because I wanted to try to watch it in time to get on your show to talk about it. I was driving home and I was like, hell yeah. I, I was driving home. And right when I got in my car before I started driving, I was like, I saw the tweet. I'm like, oh, we need a guest. I'm like, I could watch this while I'm driving. And I was, <laughs> was going to have it sitting there like mm, glancing at it on the way home to get the first hour. Exactly. But, you know. It's Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> I saw <while> driving. <laughs> GPS I notifications see. going off in the upper third while <laughs> going home. Uh, yep, I saw yep. I saw a tweet that was really good. Um, of it was just a picture of Dune on a phone in between someone's like knees while they're shitting, and it's like yes. as the director intended. Oh man, <laughs> heartbreaking oh, for him. Heartbreaking. <laughs> what would he think? Oh man. But yes, the uh the best filmmaker alive today likes Spider-Man 2, and you should too. Um it's uh honestly, it's like it's just it's very easy to get sidetracked because there's so much about this movie that's like it's hard not to compare it to what we don't have now, you know. Especially you for meaningful, me, like, emotionally resonant superhero no. films. Oh the Tom Holland movies are meaningful. And emotionally uh, uh, resonant. How are we watching the same movies? They Am I are. Having a stroke? No. What, what about the first one is emotionally resonant? About homecoming? Yes. What do you mean? What What it's, is the emotional what? through line that is echoed in the first, second, and third act? Um. it's just not there like it's just you know like oh no oh i want to fuck this other chick whoa that that is the vulture are you kidding though that's that's just what peter parker does all three of these fucking movies are just because he wants some fucking redhead pussy okay hey that's what all these movies are about oh no my uncle died i'm kind of sad but what i really want is some pussy like that's right that's not new he rejects it, you know, Sigma male grind set at the end of the first movie. Then, then he, he gets upset because he... she moves on to an astronaut. Yeah, okay, which... yeah. Honestly, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, my girlfriend, she's a model. Uh, she lives in Canada. So uh, 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 that's why you uh, haven't my, met her. My new boyfriend is uh, an astronaut. So fuck you, Peter. Oh, God, I have to find a boyfriend who's an astronaut quickly. <laughs> she's so petty. Can I can I complain about Kirsten Dunst? I hate Mary Jane in these movies. She yeah, is I know. petty looks and manipulative old. and looks too old. <laughs> Make She's that 12 just... instead of 15. You know what I'm saying? Keep oh. going. Oh. <laughs> she... <laughs> oh god. No, she like she's like like why is she such a bitch? Why is everyone 
such a bitch to Peter in this movie. Because that's what happens to Peter Parker. Okay, like but they, this is like they keep him a street though. level person. Yes, you know, but it's, it's okay, yeah. The same issue but, I have with Batman, but go, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go no, ahead. no, it's okay. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it's too much. Like, okay, like the the prime example of going overboard with that for me is when he confesses to Aunt May about being responsible for Uncle Ben's death. He tells her all the details. Um about how he let the robber get away and then he held his hand when he was dying and he knew that it was his fault and she just kind of like pulls away from him and like leaves she's fucking leaves him there yeah and then later he goes back to like try to get some closure and she's like you know why is he sucks. owed closure <laughs> sorry she's, i killed I'm your saying, husband no not what like you mean okay, you won't okay, forgive okay, me okay okay no 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 obviously <laughs> in a literal like yes obviously yes that's fair but i'm saying it i i'm I'm not look look, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't I like MCU movies. I'm not good at analyzing cinema, but I know this character and all the characters in his little in his little peanut gallery. Aunt May is supposed to be Peter's moral compass and Peter's guidance. She's supposed to be there for him. Not like oh, you all right, it sucks. Get away from me. Like she's not supposed to make him feel worse. She's supposed she to make is. him feel better about stuff. <laughs> She's Aunt May. She's supposed she's to, supposed like, to emotionally okay enable him at all times. That's what she's supposed no, to okay. do. No, okay. Not, okay. <laughs> Not like that. But like, she's supposed to help him through things and like outwardly rejecting his apology and outwardly just like, you fucking deal with it yourself. Like, that's not, that's it's, not Aunt it's May. It's to highlight the theme of the second act that his actions have consequences. Even if he is owning up to everything. It doesn't mean that everything will suddenly be okay. Even if he rejects being Spider-Man, it doesn't mean that then like someone else will step up to the plate. Like it, it's highlighting a point that is echoed in the first film that he was given this power. So he has this responsibility. And even if he loses that power, he still has that responsibility and he needs to maintain it. And that's, what finally clicks in unfortunately you know when doc ock throws a, a buick through the front door of the coffee cafe <laughs> yeah, true. but yeah. you know like that that's the theme that they're that i believe Raimi was trying to highlight in the second act of this movie and so i think that when aunt may is like i didn't get a free toaster from the bank fuck this place <laughs> fuck you peter i'm in a real bitch of a mood uh it, it's just to highlight though that there are ramifications for what he did and it you're not getting an mcu like oh well it's okay you know like if this happened in the mcu mary uh like aunt may would be like a-okay like she would make a joke about how she cheated on uncle ben no like, don't say that don't you say that no no i will not everyone's mad because Aunt May's fucking banging now. Everyone's like, oh, she's probably like a bitch. She probably cheated on Uncle Ben. Oh, she's so hot. No, she is just as good at as an, an Aunt May as any other Aunt May. Okay. Old lady Aunt uh, May oh, is wow. like wise and like, you know, but like. <laughs> but like banging Aunt on May May just like, like wants to party, you know, wants to feel alive again man. and maybe. Shut See up. what Talk Hogan is movie. up to. Stop, stop making fun of the movies I like. Talk about this movie. Stop it. I, I am. <laughs> it's because I like this scene's resonance so much. 
that it makes everything else feel like a cheap imitation. I mean, it's not just Marissa Tomei. I, I don't think Sally Field in the Amazing Spider-Man movies has a scene that even is half oh, no. as good as what no, no, the that's, performance no, no, is. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. I mean, I, like, I, what I Rosemary like Harris it. is able to do. I'm sorry? No, no. <laughs> I was saying I, I'll agree with you about um about the Amazing Spider-Man movies, because, um, the Amazing Ones, because I don't like that. Those, but I will I will push back on the other ones. <laughs> I no, see. Sorry though. Continue, I see. Continue. I mean, again, it's all it's all make believe. So it's just kind of yes. like, well, my action figure from this edition <laughs> is better than that action figure. So you know, it's fine. Um, no, but I it, mean, it is like, fair. It's true. Like it's it's very true. I okay. I'll admit, like, this is a yeah, world I've... where banks keep gold coins as currency. Okay, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. They have fucking bags of gold coins. <laughs> and they're whipping them at each other. Like I oh understand, Spider Man is Spider Man, but he hurls a bag of coins at Doc Ock's chest. Like that should pulverize him. <laughs> like that should just wipe out his lungs completely. <laughs> like that's the end of the movie. Is everyone being like, Jesus Christ, Spider Man? Dude, take it easy. <laughs> oh you are God. a menace. He is so dead. Just <laughs> <laughs> paced on the floor. Oh my God. Even Somebody one of those coins, menace. just one coin, it, it could go in and be like, it crushed his windpipe. So he <laughs> suffocated to death while trying to climb up a building with Aunt May. Congratulations, Spider-Man. That's how you <laughs> took him out. Oh, no, I, you know, I do actually, I do love uh, Aunt May's interactions with everyone in this movie. The way she whacks Joel McHale so many times and the <laughs> I I fucking love when he drop when Peter drops her off and he goes, We sure showed him, didn't we? And she goes, What do you mean we? And he's like, Oh, yeah, okay. Damn straight. Damn straight. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. You didn't do shit, you beta cuck. <laughs> Famous uh, line from Rosemary bring, Harris. Don't bring her into this era. Please, please, <laughs> please don't do that. Oh, oh god. god, Aunt May that... is into QAnon now. No, <laughs> no. Emailing oh, Uncle Ben died on checks. January 6th. <laughs> That's when Uncle Ben died. He, he was worked up in a fervor. He was a union worker who lost his job, who hopped on the Trump train early, and he ended up shot dead at the Capitol on January 6th. America's new 9-11. Oh, That's my God. so unfortunate. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Just picturing Uncle Ben dead <laughs> on the floor with the Let's Go Brandon shirt on. Just... <laughs> uh, Peter's like, <laughs> Peter has to push through because Pe- no, he's there during Peter's Washington, D.C. trip for the decathlon. We're rewriting mm. Homecoming now. He's out there for the decathlon and Uncle Ben gets shot dead at the riot. And he's like, no, Uncle Ben. And he's like, Peter. You have to overturn this election. With great power comes great responsibility. With great white power comes oh, great no. white responsibility. Uncle Ben, I can't. And then Peter becomes a villain, not because he's racist, but because he has to go against what his uncle Ben taught him. His uncle That's Ben right. tried to say great power, great responsibility, but Peter voted for Hillary Clinton, so he knows better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! I'm trying oh, to do God. the timeline math here, and yeah, no, that checks out. He's older. He's older in this. Yeah. He's older in this one. <laughs> Still competing in the high school decathlon, though. It's yep, a college yep. decathlon. We can rewrite it a bit. It's a college decathlon <laughs> instead. 
perfect oh, perfect uh does that mean though that we can get uh jonah james's son can that be like his new cool like high uh college classmate yeah like, yeah no i went to the moon but that's because like my dad got me involved with some spacex people yeah no and no so... he's he's that fucking twerp who went up with bezos on the first rocket <laughs> and he becomes yeah. a werewolf that would be <laughs> such fucking cruel pain <laughs> Oh God! No uh, God! I went up in the Bezos rocket, and now I'm a werewolf. This shit fucking <laughs> sucks. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> oh the humanity! Oh no! And he came back fine, fucker, thanking the Amazon workers for it. Yeah, I'm a werewolf yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immortal. <laughs> Only silver bullets can kill me. I bought all the silver now. <laughs> <laughs> uh another okay another thing i think is a bit silly and i'd like to hear because you're you're so far very good at making me feel stupid why do the mechanical arms care about finishing his science project <laughs> like he comes auto comes to life in and he goes back to his his place and he's like my 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 rosie's dead my dream is dead and the arms are like nah but we can finish it though bro like what's up why you don't be a six million dollar band this shit yeah man let's do it um well like my my joke answer would be that you know like it's kind of that zombified thing like it was their last prime directive so before they can peter Mm. out like they want to to they need closure they're like Um, a ghost Exactly. My uh, the, the slightly deeper answer I would give is that I truly believe that these arms are representative of Otto Octavius's id. Like if you look at the way the arms act versus the way the Alfred Bellina performs, you get to witness this bizarre dichotomy that takes place. Like when um, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was, it, I think it was a taxi cab or something um, that is, you know, screaming out towards him he puts up his arms and he's scared because he's like oh god it's a taxi cab but the arms are like nah fuck this taxi cab and (laughs) flings it like three and a half blocks away like they don't give a shit and that kind of continues to take over uh similarly with the way that then they talk to each other so i think it's if that element is true it's more like uh wanting to fulfill the power fantasy and sense of fulfillment that the id believes will come about from completing this project in its own bizarre twisted way like that that's what i think uh motivates them as characters but you know um see okay everyone i'd like everyone listening to know when i asked kelton to be on i specified i would like someone who can actually analyze movies and be good at it to come on my show and talk about the good, the best Spider-Man movie. See, this is paying off. This is very good. <laughs> this well, is, I'm glad. I'm I'm literally, glad I- like, I've, you know, I watch these movies as a kid and I've become obsessive about them since, but I'm, I'm incapable of this. It's very nice to be able to see these movies in, like, a new lens like this, you know? This is fun. I like learning new things and realizing I'm wrong, but, but that's well, okay. I, it, it's not wrong. It's it, that's what makes like this movie in particular. So cool is that you can overanalyze every scene and you can be like, and that's why, and, you know, smoke your corn cob pipe and feel entitled <laughs> and enlightened about everything that's taking place 
And then the Sam Raimi's just kicking back like, oh, these things are going to look so cute and silly Fucking when they wiggle sick. around and shake their heads. <laughs> Fucking rocks, dude. Yeah, dudes rock. They just want to help their dude finish his shit, man. Hell yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the tentacles in Otto are dudes rock. I mean, you know, and uh, I because I, I do think that Raimi gets this this reputation as being kind of a schlock jock for lack of mm-hmm. a better term, as a director. And I do think that the, his movies are a little bit deeper than people want to give them credit for. Like, they are, again, very schlocky, very fun, very campy. But I do think that they have a genuine heart and a genuine message and a genuine ethos to them that people can use to build out certain moral uh, caricatures because they're not, like, fully fleshed out characters but yeah you you can get some overarching points done about how you should treat people and how you should act based on whatever this situation is like if you ever find yourself as a super powered spider person and you are (laughs) fighting an evil scientist octopus man (laughs) then uh i'll let you know what you can do and the answer is don't fight him in fucking new york city on the goddamn subway you (laughs) stupid bitch go to the harbor and then you know fight out there where there's no collateral damage do you think um do you think sam raimi's talents and all that that you described do you think that can break through the marble machine because he's he's directing He's directing Doctor Strange too. Correction, he's actually finished directing. They're doing reshoots with the second unit now, meaning oh. they are marvelizing his work. Oh, yes. Enjoy, enjoy. Oh man. Okay, we'll get there <laughs> when we get there. I guess. Oh, Again, God. I don't mean to be a downer on this, but no, that's what makes the MCU true. machine what it is: it's is that true. they take these talented singular voices, they let them direct their movie. And then they add what the movie is actually going to be. And then they call you homophobic for not watching it. Watch The Eternals in theaters November 5th. That's right. Kingo. Fucking Kingo. Kingo. Brian Tyree Henry. Isn't there like man is responsible for Hiroshima? Isn't one of them like a faggot responsible for Hiroshima? (laughs) That's right. And then also there's an underage child who casts a vision of herself to appear older because she's actually like 6,000 years old. She uses oh, it to no. flirt with people she's at a, a bar. Lolly. Oh, my God. Let's get ready for weeb defenses in Marvel, y'all. Ugh, it's going to be a fun. Also, I have weeks. like a, there's another rumor. We might want to edit this out. But Ruby, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I can share it with no, you. No, no, please, please. You can let me know. OK, um, the, the rumor is that Natasha's real life parents, Natasha Romanov's real mm-hmm. life parents, are uh, two of the Eternals, which is why she oh. was able to survive everything. You see, fuck off. And then when she died, really? that that's why she died. That's a that's a rumor that has been circulating, but it was in the same rumor fuck mill as you. like the Hiroshima drop, and then also the lolly stuff. So. Oh my god, that's so fucking stupid. I hate them. <laughs> You know, again, I'm not fair, sure how accurate it will be, but my God, my I'm God, like, if that's the case. Yeah, I'm a simp for these movies and I like them, but I knew after Endgame, I was like, if it's not Spider-Man, I'm done. I don't care. I don't yeah. care about these anymore. And yeah, especially with shit like Eternals. Like, I remember I saw Guardians and I loved it. And then they were like, we're doing Eternals. And I'm like, if they did it with Guardians, they can do it with Eternals. And now I'm like, no, they can't. No, they can't. Nobody knows what the Eternals are. Nobody's going to want to know. They're done. 
the, the Eternals feels like a cursed project because the Eternals is what replaced the Inhumans, which was yeah. their original announcement back when the MCU was first slated. Oh, it was going to be an Inhumans movie and then a show and then that failed and then it was scrapped and replaced with Eternals. We, we can do a whole thing. Don't don't get me wrong, because the oh. humans came out as a result because they were pushing that because they were in a dispute with Fox. So they yeah, were trying yeah, true, to originally true. replace to the replace X-Men. The so, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a it's, it's a, a good thing you don't thing. it's a good thing you don't cover bad movies as much on Giga anymore. I won't have space to talk about this. <laughs> Jesus, you might you might have to watch Eternals then. Fucking oh, God, no. I will never. Well, I'm not going to say never because you know uh, I'll probably end up watching it at some point because yeah, I want like I want to see because at some point I legitimately am going to want to and we are so far afield here on this diet. No, no, it's, but it's fun. Like, are you kidding? I let. I don't even worry about it. It's fine. I've done worse. My last episode was far worse. At least we keep it in the superhero realm. Don't worry. Well, good, good. Uh, I, I I want there to be a video essay by someone a thousand times smarter than me to talk about the uh, Camille Nanjiani versus Jason Momoa path of what happens when you are going to agree to a, a project where you're going to be fifth build and you're going to have a very small amount of screen time what do you do? And mm-hmm. uh, Jason Momoa's attitude was really dive into the character and then have a fun time on set. Uh, and Camille Nanjiani's response was use all of those Disney physical trainers to uh, help out. <laughs> to become the probably... ugliest man alive. <laughs> yeah, but it was probably to go through like a body dysmorphia that he had already been suffering for a long mm-hmm. time previously. And so like, to him, this is how he actually has wanted to look for a long time. Freak show that he does look like now. Yeah. You know, um, and it's just two very different approaches, I think. And it, it kind of is uh, uh, emblematic, I think, of what happens to the machine. Because Eternals, mm-hmm. if it bombs or specifically if it bombs and they can't salvage the characters and throw them into the other movies, kind of like what happened with Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Camilo Nanjiani was it was all for nothing, whereas yeah. Jason Momoa's Duncan Idaho character. Oh, he's look if he ever gets to Sorry. if he ever gets to God Emperor of Dune, he's got plenty to do there. That yeah, man, he just keeps coming fucking cloned over and over again. <laughs> yep, you're like I'm know. Duncan Idaho with a blonde streak in my hair. What's up? Cool, let's party. <laughs> oh shit, I died. Fuck. I'm Duncan Idaho with a red arm. What's up? <laughs> This shit is badass. I love my job. I'm oh shit, I died. <laughs> uh. Like, you know, it's just I'm an Duncan, army of Duncan I- I'm Duncan Otto with black fingernails. Check me out. I'm, I'm pretty hip with the youth. Oh fuck, I died again. That's just oh his that's his role in Doom 3 and 4, you know. Uh and I, oh. I think like that's what everyone will want because we're so stoked for a character that we resonate with instead of, I don't know, Camille Nanjiani trying to be like, well, I might not be a big role this time, but since the movie will be a success, I could probably get a Disney Plus show mm-hmm. out of it and I can do various appearances here and there. And since I do primarily stand up and more indie comic circuit, uh, comic meaning comedy 
film mm-hmm. circuit stuff i'll have a greater availability so that will give me a slight edge when it comes to other more dramatic actors about who can get cast so actually even though i might be fifth build in this movie uh later on for phase nine or whatever the fuck it's going to be yeah right they're not gonna then, anymore like th- this is gonna be like what my career is you know like it- it's just two very different ways to look at what you would want to be in this you know, and, and yeah. um, the, the watch that I'm going to try and tie it all back in real quick. I'm going to I'm going to thread that needle. Uh, the comparison I would make would be with Willem Dafoe's role, his cameo in mm-hmm. this movie of, you know, real quick. He's in the mirror talking to uh, uh, young Harry Osborne and mm. being like, avenge me. <laughs> avenge me! <laughs> Still uh, just as just as corny. It's so good. It's it's fantastic, but you know, like that is a lasting impression of a a top role that he hasn't expressed a desire to want to go back into it. He wasn't trying to do anything other than just have a fun time with Sam Raimi on a hmm. movie set. You know, he's it's, coming it's back. A good though. time. I, I mean, yeah, sure. How much of it is going to be him versus him doing like uh, Robert Downey Jr. face acting in a green screen room? Oh no! You think they're gonna like Iron Man his suit? Of course, they Iron Man Spider Man suit. Why no, I mean Norman like I mean Osborne... like specifically with the um, with the like face cam in the helmet thing. Yes, of course, Stop. absolutely. Stop like Norman me... Osborn is evil Tony Stark. Like that's how it works. Yeah, it's almost like he heads up the Dark Avengers or something problematic name in 2021 possibly (laughs) 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 black panther leads the dark Avenger. oh shit he's dead um god yeah (laughs) not not too good there but uh it just is one of those things that i i think that um you know if he comes back he's also been away from the role now for 17 years 18 Mm -hmm. years uh longer if you take out the, this cameo you know like fine sure great go get your kids another house or a grandkid <laughs> college tuition like yeah fuck it, man whatever but uh it, it's so different i think than a lot of people look at now which is like this is going to be my career path to launch yeah. up and do superhero movies like this God, is going I to be c- how i get into the mainstream i cannot wait to hear you and your thoughts on the next Spider movie. It's going to be a treat. You're going to be so mad. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> um, okay, to bring it full circle, I'm going to, I think, honestly, actually, because it actually does kind of tie in. Um, I'm curious just to get some final thoughts on something on the end of the movie and on, uh, on the possibility of how it'll be treated in the next Spider-Man. Because... Um, uh, Otto's death scene, I think, is just a, a like kind of like filmmaking 101, like a textbook good character arc for oh Otto my God, from yes. the start it's, to end. It's and beautiful. I am very afraid of what's going to happen to that because with, they're going to undercut they're bringing it him completely? back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's they have their in universe excuse, but I feel like that's too lazy. Really, they have two kind of options. One, the tentacles. 
can take over his brain because the lights in the Raimi movies are red when they're in control, white when he's in control. And, you know, every fucking autistic loser who overanalyzes these trailers and makes 30 videos for YouTube about it points out that they're all lit up red in the new trailer in the three seconds we see Otto and his tentacles. Um, So they can say, oh, the AI are back in control of his mind. Or B, they can use stuff from the Disney Plus shows and say this is not the same Otto Octavius. Maybe, oh, in in his universe, he beat Spider-Man or whatever stupid reason. So he didn't have his arc. Yeah, the, the, I think that's for sure going to be the route that they go down. Uh, Sorry, don't mean to cut you off. No, 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 it's okay. No, it's fair. I, like, I, I, I genuinely think that that's going to be the route they go. It's just not going to be the with, same one. It's yeah, be a I mean, of you have uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness yeah. that is going to be highlighting how there's infinite possibilities, which, you know, in most cases would mean like, look at all, then all these stories we can tell. But in reality, how the MCU will treat it is, so nothing ultimately matters because we can just plug and play characters yeah. who die. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Cause, well, cause like, yeah. Cause I'm thinking, cause uh, Alfred Molina spoiled his involvement like a year ago. And he said that his characters plucked from the river. Like when he transfers universes, he's just pulled straight from the river from that scene. And he's that age. That's why they're de-aging him. And okay. You know what? Can I say, uh, so I'm not a shill, okay? Why the everyone's fucking like, wow, the de aging looks pretty good. It looks like dog shit in the trailer. Personally, oh yeah, yeah, I, it looks I, like I, shit. He looks like a fucking is... PlayStation Three character. What the fuck? No, the Auto Octavius in the Insomniac Spider-Man game looks better than Auto Octavius Alfred Molina does in the fucking trailer for No Way Home. That de aging looks like dog shit. The pictures from Empire Magazine look great. I also love that he's kind of chubby. I want my chubby Otto Octavius. I want a little little portly guy, a little angry little, I mean, the, little the, chubby guy. I this like uh, 2004 Otto Octavius. He was he was built like a 1950s weightlifter. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> he wasn't. He, yeah, exactly. I want a fat guy. Fat guy. <laughs> fat king representation. He needs to be in there. You know, fat king with a hot dead wife. Let's yeah. go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> oh man. No, I just, I really hope that they don't, uh, they're gonna, but I hope that they, I don't want them to, but they're gonna fuck it up. I don't know, man. I like. I mean, uh, as long as, you know, my, my, like, um, I, I'm not sure how much your listeners are familiar with, like, with sports betting terms, but um, my moonshot bet, aka the thing I think will not happen at all, but man, if it does, like, oh, I'm calling it, yeah, um, will be that they're going to try and set up Harry Osborne as a like you know mid thirties to evil Tony Stark type um, uh, with this movie like that's they're gonna what, put like like they're gonna give Tom a Harry I I think so in some in some capacity what's that, gonna happen uh, to Ned oh I have no idea I mean he's gonna end up becoming Hobgoblin right or maybe what's his name i mean that is his name his name is he the character is stolen from miles morales's best friend from the comics and the name is stolen from one of the hobgoblins from the comics yeah don't know why i mean but the actor did lose a bunch of weight so maybe the marvel machine got him shredded so he could be hobgoblin who knows oh my god (laughs) shredded ned yeah i don't know if he's shredded yet but the actor did lose a significant amount of weight by the time that will be hilarious to just see (laughs) 
Be like, oh, hey, Peter, uh, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Look at these bitches on my arm. And it's Kirsten Dunst. And this has uh, like and, a block uh, of wet, cheese um, that he's shredding on his abs. Yeah. And he's uh, walking in with, with Kirsten Dunst on one arm and fucking what the fuck's her name? Gwen Stacy. Zendaya? No, no. Gwen no Stacy. Oh, 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 um, God. Why can't I think of her fucking name now? Um, She's Emma so Stone. Blonde. Emma Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and She's Emma Stone so on the other arm. Yeah. He's like, what's up, Peter? What's up, Penis Parker? And now he's the bully, you know? He gets to do that. Because <laughs> I know Flash is going to be like Peter's little bitch in this movie. I honestly like, oh would love to see in the multiverse the three Flash Thompsons in the Battle Royale. Oh, my God. Bring back the <laughs> now, like, 80-year-old Flash Thompson from the Sam Raimi movie. He plays Deathstroke now. That is how old really? he is. Yeah, that guy. That's now, the same fucking guy. It is. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Fought in Vietnam, crazy. Deathstroke. Holy <laughs> shit! He is so fucking old. Oh my god! Also, like, he would destroy Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. Absolutely, but <laughs> just oh murder those children mercilessly. Um, Jesus. Oh no, that's he's so old. Wow, that's he really was 40 in the first one. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. He's um, like, oh, I'm done doing this child stuff. Anyway, time to make magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Jeez, good for him. Good for him, honestly. Rock rock what you got, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Well, to wrap things up here, because I'm terrible at planning and i've i have to go watch dune go watch dune there we go. in theaters go fucking give them your money so he can make the entire saga and you know what bit of a side tangent bet if they if a miracle if we are blessed as our timeline crumbles to ash with a gift of dennis villeneuve making the entire dune saga i bet because frank herbert died before making the last book if they let Dennis write his own ending to Dune, it would be leagues better than Brian Herbert's endings to Dune. Just, you yeah. know what? Do it. Let him write. Let him make Dune Messiah. Let him make God Emperor of Dune. Let him make Heretics of Dune and Children of Dune and Chapter House Dune. And then let him end Dune. Let him finish Dune. He will be like almost, he'll be almost retired and he will leave us with the gift of, of ending Dune as it should have. Yeah, oh yeah, so. I can't wait for the like Twitter announcement post of being like jobs not <laughs> doing yet. <laughs> it's gonna be just a fucking cheese fest. Yeah, it's gonna be just uh it's gonna crash Dennis's legacy with studio meddling and and Dune will prove to still be the uh the graveyard of empires of cinema and it will Please. it will maintain that reputation. <laughs> Un- unlike Spider-Man, which yes, you know hasn't typecast or forced their directors into getting pigeonholed whatsoever. That's right. (laughs) Because everyone remembers Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. James Franco. Uh (laughs) Oh, fuck. What the? Oh, my God. I barely I remember the trailers for that. That was so weird. Who watched that? Anyways, no one. Like I was saying. Oh no! Uh, it did. It, it, all superhero movies really are the end of careers for people, for directors. Anyway, mm-hmm. like what? What's Sam Raimi done in a while? Has he done much? 
I mean, you know, well, you, you know Scorsese's finished when Scorsese makes a Marvel movie. If he, he will oh, either yeah. die or make a Marvel movie, then die. One or the other. But yes, it's like got an a... image comics movie instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to spite them. This I'm is a real this big is fan how you of make... Blackhawk. This is how you make comic book cinema. He makes the Invincible live action movie. Oh, I see. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> With J. Jonah Jameson. Weirdly yeah. Enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I could say J.K. Simmons, but, you know, we all know him as the other. So. I, yeah. I I respect bald kings who wear oh you know obvious <laughs> wigs for this. Oh, role. okay then. La- okay, really. Last thing before we do our plugs, do you think uh, Simmons, if he has any significant part beyond his little news clip at the beginning of the movie, is gonna be able to bring the same Jameson as he did before? Absolutely. Uh, and do you, he do you, do you think they'll use him a lot? like four years ago? He True, you're right. What am I talking about? He's still he's still king. He's still king. You're right. No, absolutely. Fair. Man totally has fair. one mode. Or I'm sorry, two modes. One, J. Jonah Jameson. Two, sell farmer's insurance. And guess what? <laughs> he isn't selling farmer's insurance in this movie. <laughs> I came here to sell insurance and and portray I or and give iconic performances. And I'm all out of fucking insurance. That's good. <laughs> I would love this stuff. The the crew just being, he actually got me a really great rate. I, I was shocked. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, really, he and he he actually helped us with insurance on the set too. We got good liability insurance, so if another rust happens, I think we're okay. Oh yeah, uh, thank God we had Alec Baldwin in store for Spider Man Four. Oh, who could Alec Baldwin play in Spider Man? Uh, in in the MCU or maybe talking- just in general as like a Spider Man character. Would he make a good Spider-Man character? I think he could fit something. I, I see. I don't think so because I think everyone's going to think like that's Alec Baldwin. You know, um, true. You and, can't really and, cast ca- people like that, like actors. Like I've had that for Mysterio. I was like, this is Jake Gyllenhaal. It's kind of weird. Like all I could think was, yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Like cool. No weird yeah. to see him as Mysterio. Very yeah. weird. That's also why I think, again, Eternals is weird. Why so many big name actors? They're just Angelina Jolie's just ain't this is not gonna work to sell these characters. It's a Mm-mm. bad idea. Mm. Well, anyways, she was like, it's this or make another like well, the- I'm an alcoholic firefighter movie. So mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, she's getting her money, but I just think the casting is very poor. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It's dog shit. Um, so before I go on another tangent. Because I actually am going to be late. <laughs> Let's please give me your plugs. Oh, uh, illustrious analyzer of movies. That's right. That's a give smooth transition uh, yes. going from uh, J. I'm Jonah Jameson. Very to good about at plugs. this. I'm very good yeah. at this. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, you know, if anyone wants to send me pictures of Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> they can find me online at on twitter at bad combo meal that at is going to be changing soon so you might as well follow instead my actual podcast and that's uh garbage in garbage out uh we're going to be doing a new season relatively soon depending on when this comes out maybe the new season has already dropped so you should check it out anyways uh it's a weekly rundown of the various pop culture trash that kind of uh, we come across. I say we because my co-host is the one, the only, the amazing Griff Shop. Yes, yes, and I I will be back on there eventually. I'm gonna keep you will. You will until he lets me. But I am 
I will be back on there. That's where I made my podcasting debut on the Great Kigo podcast. Yes. See, and that, that's what we Grift want. was my first guest on here too. Look at that. It's all come full circle. It all then... is coming up, Ruby. There we go. <laughs> Again, I appreciate the vote of confidence. <laughs> it's going to be really amazing, by the way. Like, uh, I know you you have to run, but I have a legitimate pitch for your show that i i want to run by you at oh, some please. point yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah you know um yeah yeah we, we I'll, can talk I'll about that about later yeah, yeah of course okay perfect <laughs> perfect Thank, thankfully i um thankfully this should, it should be easy to pick this apart so it's no big deal we're good yeah i'll, I'll dm you about it now let me do <laughs> i love to think i i love to tell myself that every podcast has this so there's just bits they cut out where the host's like Bleh, uh uh you know so i'm okay i don't have to feel bad i have to do my plugs of course, you can find uh, the show in most places where you find podcasts. I say that because fucking Stitcher won't fucking let my show on. They sent me an email. I was like, you approved your podcast. And then it 404s if you use the link. So if you use Stitcher, eat shit. Sorry. But you can find the show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. I like Spotify the best because it gives me cute little analytics. Spot, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and like, I don't know, like two or three others that are that nobody uses. There's a link tree in the bio of the show at Spideyverse Pod on Twitter. You can find the show, which you already did because you're listening to it. Mm. And of course, me at Pussy Jihad on Twitter, as usual. And uh, I remember watch when Dune. I first <laughs> watch Dude and watch Dude. I'm gonna go watch Dude. Watch Dude. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. And thank you, of course, for coming on. Much appreciated.